Hey everybody, welcome to episode 81 of the Put a Ring on a Podcast. Mm-hmm. What's up, D? Not much. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, this is a hella good episode. And the reason why it's a hella good episode um, is because it's just it's just light. Like it's just a good episode that talks about like building anticipation and excitement before the wedding. It talks about like the days before the wedding. Now, uh, before I let you go on, um, I wanted to let you know that I do have a cold, uh, and so if I sound extra manly, um, <laughs> sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> um, if I sound a little bit raspy and I clear my throat a couple times, uh, bear with me. Got some. I got all those daycare germs from babies. From all the kids. All it happens. Kids. Hopefully yeah. you guys are, are feeling okay out there. It feels like this is the season for everybody to be just like a little bit sick. But hopefully you guys yeah. are, are hanging in there. Taking your vitamins. Doing all the things to keep yourselves healthy. So that's really important. I do yep. want to give a reminder. So uh, we are heading towards the end of season seven and we are going to be doing our Q&A episode again which is always a yeah. lot of fun and I'm super excited about it if you are one of our Patreon supporters uh, our Patreons have been sending in questions for this episode but if you have a question that you want answered feel free to send it over and if we're uh, I don't think we're going to be able to include all the questions that we get but we are going to be picking out some favorites and ones that we think can really help people uh, more than just you so I think that's really awesome if you had to put a ring on a podcast com. You can send us a message on there. But uh, really, if you want to join our community of ringers, guys, our Patreon community is, um, by and large, awesome. some of my favorite people on this planet. Patreon.com slash P-A-R-O-I to get some more deets on that. Yeah, and it's it's super simple, right? Like, if you're getting any enjoyment out of this podcast, two bucks a month um, can get you some some awesome things, especially like seeing our faces. You can actually watch videos of us recording the podcast. Yeah, and we're cute and stuff. Well, yeah. I'm bloated today, but it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. All um, right, guys, enjoy this episode. We think you're going to love it. And uh, actually, you know what? Also, tell us what you're thinking. If you are on Instagram, screenshot this episode and let us know what you're planning to do in the days before your wedding, because I think that's really awesome. And uh, I will be resharing them if you tag me in it, too. Yep. She's at DP Neck and I'm at Daniel Moore Photo. Let's there do it. Go. All right, let's do it. Hey, ringers, I'm Danielle. And I'm Dan. This is the Put a Ring on It podcast. We are two wedding pros sharing everything we can about planning a wedding. You ready? Let's do this. Take it away, Danielle. Every single time you say that. I think that's starting to become our thing now, Dan. Yeah. How good. are you? You run the episode. I'm very well. I'm good. I, I, follow I your run lead. the episode. You really do. I just that you like have the the brains and the words and the logistics, and I'm here for the comedic relief and the emotional side of things. That's what I've I, that's what I've come to decide. I hundred percent agree. I've been telling people a lot lately that Dan is the heart of the show. I'm the brain, and together we like keep this thing trucking forward. That is a really apt description of our podcast. I'm really glad you don't take offense to that. Phew. Okay, that makes you no. really happy. Hundred okay, percent not. I mean. <laughs> Have you seen any of the outlines I've tried to make? Any of I the one? I have not ever seen the outline. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think I made one. I think I made one for oh, something. Good for you. 
Good for yeah. you, Dan. No, I because I, I but I while I say that, I very much think that you bring a ton of like really good uh, thoughts and knowledge to, to every single episode. So I don't mean that you're just an idiot <laughs> with a big heart. Um, I basically don't mean that. <laughs> Thanks, Danielle. <laughs> You're welcome. But no, we are uh, we are going to be talking about um, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the final days before the wedding. We talk a lot yeah. on this podcast about the wedding day, and I think that's apt because we are a wedding yep. podcast, right? Totally fair. Yep. Um, but there's in all reality, there is a chunk of time that is leads up to your wedding day just before the wedding happens that yeah. we want to we want to dive deeper on. So I'm excited about that. <clears throat> It's going to be really good. I'm very yeah. excited. And this can be what we're going to talk about could be just like the final day before your wedding. It could be spread out over the Week last few over. days. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think for a lot of what we're going to talk about, we may go off of an assumption that the wedding is happening on a Saturday just because I think most yep. weddings happen on a Saturday. So if we're saying Friday or Thursday or referencing specific days, I guess I want to make that clear right from the get go that we might be doing that Point. from a headspace of assuming your day's on a Saturday, but we realize your day might not be on a Saturday. It might be on a Tuesday, in which case that's amazing. So yeah. And the other side of things is, is that, you know, we're both from the, you know, Northeast, uh, from Pennsylvania. So some of the things that we talk about are regional and some of them are cultural. So if you're on the West coast, some things might be different out there. Um, so just keep that in mind as well. Yeah, we're not going to focus too much on the things that may be specific to your family traditions uh, or your cultures or religious whatevers, because there's obviously so many different things that can happen before. We're just going to, you know, peel it back a little bit more and talk about just the uh, the other real stuff, the outside of the event stuff that's happening. So, yeah, the lead up to it. Yeah, and I think where we want to start with this all, Dan, is something that you are very particularly passionate about and you want to yeah. share a whole lot of stuff. Um, so do you want to start us off with? Uh... Yeah, yep. I feel like so I feel like there's this point at which couples are planning and they're going through everything and and they get to this point where like you're both kind of like done with work or or like the next thing on your calendar, your schedule is the wedding. Like that's the next big thing. Right. Um, and so for Rachel and I, you know, since I'm a wedding photographer, I had a wedding two weeks before our wedding, Nicole, uh, Nicolette and Stuart. Oh, they're the best. Um, and that wedding was on the 14th and we did everything we possibly could. Our wedding was on the 28th for that, for that following week after my, that wedding to get our plates cleared. And on the 21st, we went to the beach and we had this like reconnection time. And I've talked about this a couple times on the podcast, but I think this is really important for couples that with all the minutia and the craziness of like the three months leading up to the wedding, it's really easy to forget about the purpose of the wedding, about family and fun and friends and hanging out and everybody coming together and party and drinks and, you know, marriage and being together and committing yourself to each other that like it, it's just easy to forget about that stuff. So this is time where you need to like refocus and reconnect on what the wedding is about. And so Rachel and I went to the beach and we had a whole week after that where we were just doing wedding things. Um, you know, we still did normal everyday things, but I think that is really important. And that kind of starts everything off. You know, there we'll talk about a little bit about the rehearsal and, you know, some other things to do the day before the wedding and two days before the wedding. But I think I think that is the most important thing that, you know, maybe it's if your wedding's on a Saturday and you're both done working on a Wednesday, right? Maybe you take Wednesday night to like go have dinner together or, or, you know, uh, go have dinner together. And the next morning you go have brunch and you like, like you can just talk about your excitement or 
or maybe you don't talk about the wedding at all. Um, whatever it is, like it, you just need to have this time where you just like allow the excitement to build again. Um, because it's there, it's like really almost there. And I think that's really going to heighten your experience and, and make the whole process more enjoyable. So find a time to just reconnect and, and refocus on the wedding and get excited about it. Okay. Yeah. I very much agree with that. I think that's a wonderful thing. Um, very well said, Dan. See, you bring the words to this. You got it. That's it. That's all I got in this episode. Go ahead, Danielle. (laughs) The rest is yours. (laughs) Yeah. You go take a nap. You'll be good. (laughs) Oh, I need to take a nap. Babies are up all night. Oh, I'm sorry. Drink that coffee, brother. All right. That's it. So there's also, there's also a lot that tends to happen, right? As you lead into the wedding day. And as Dan said, it's it's only going to start building, right? Yep. And I recommend at this point, wherever you're at in the planning process, to have a conversation with your partner about what those final days, what you want them to look like, right? Do, do you need relaxation? Do you need excitement? Do you need thrill? Whatever it is that you need, let's start thinking about what future self needs in that moment. And I part of that is that how much time do you want to spend together as a couple, because for some of you, you may want to, uh, for uh, you know, a, a hetero couple, you may want to spend, you know, for our bride, she may want to spend all the time with her girls, and for the groom, he may want to spend like a, a like a good bit of time with his guy buddies, going golfing or doing whatever. But I do think it's important at this stage to have a conversation about what each of you may want and what the other person is expecting. Because I think the yep. last thing I would want is for me to think, oh, we're going to spend all this time together, and then find out my partner is making plans with his with his buddies and I'm like oh oh so we're not spending time together because that would that would chip my heart a little bit you know yeah not that the, yep. not that one's right or wrong I guess that's what I want to say yeah but it's just be about being on the same page and I think you know at that at that you know one week prior to our wedding meeting Rachel had a, a list and we had wedding to-do list things that we needed to do right there was drop some stuff off at the venue there was you know some of uh, her cousin was coming in a couple days early but like one of the things on that list was practice our first dance right so there's like like put the things on there that will be fun put the other things on there like I had to mow the lawn and blow the you know lawn clippings out of the backyard because we were having our pizza party rehearsal dinner at the house, you know, the night before the wedding. So, um, you know, as, as you like go through that process, you know, lay it all out. Right. And, and know that like, you know, again, when Rachel and I get married, like, uh, part of, part of, you know, the day or two days before the wedding was me dropping stuff off at the venue. And so my cousin came down and, you know, we all went over there and my, uh, the photographer that, uh, who's a good friend of mine, uh, he went over to like take a look at the venue. So we all like chummed around and had some like dude time and, you know, it, it was a good time. Um, right. but like everything was generally speaking plain. So that way Rachel and I knew what to expect of each other. Right. I think that is a really great way to go about it for sure. Um, yeah. I think as a planner side of it, uh, because I have not yet gone through that experience that you have, Dan. <laughs> um, yep. Working on it, guys. Uh, <laughs> that is something where I, I, I tend to be the sounding board a lot for my couples, and especially that last week. If they're venting, they're probably coming to me because they know that I'm willing and very happy to to help talk them through that or or just listen whatever they need and that is a common thing that I think I do hear from my brides is that like okay well he's just off doing his thing so I guess I now need to do this this and this and um you know for those of you that are listening to this together I think be there for your partner and like Dan said plan so that 
you're you're showing up in in the best way possible for each other in that moment so because it's a big yep. deal it's a, it's a big week um for sure yeah yeah cool. so okay Dan, you did a pizza party for your rehearsal dinner, and it is really common for for couples to have their, um, well, there's two often big events that happen just before a wedding, and that's your rehearsal and your rehearsal dinner. Sometimes they're the same night. Most cases, they're the same night. Sometimes it's broken up a little bit more to give uh, more room to extend the party. Yeah. But instead of going uh, really down the rabbit hole in this episode, Dan and I realized we did already two episodes on rehearsals and rehearsals, rehearsal dinners. <laughs> yep. Okay. Episode 26, yep. wedding rehearsals and rehearsal dinners. We were so creative <laughs> with that name. Yep. <laughs> yeah. As well as episode 54, where we talked literally about how to run a ceremony rehearsal, everything from why you should have a rehearsal, who you should invite, where, yep. when it should be, how long it should, all, all that stuff. I really broke it down. Um, so please go back and listen to that if you want to like dig into that idea a little bit more. Um, you just said broke it down, and all I could think was break it down now. I don't know. I just thought nice. Like, That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Overall, <laughs> I think um, I think with these events, one of the things that I want to uh, make sure that we say is keep in mind that you have a very long day the next day. Like your wedding day is going to be a long day. So as you lead into all this, everything that we're going to be talking about, keep in mind that you're you're gearing up for the marathon that's going to be your wedding day, and try to have <laughs> some grace set for yourself as you as you kind of. Uh, go through that process and decide what it is you do and don't want to do. Yep. All yeah. right. So while yeah, while we're kind of on this topic of you know like rehearsal dinner and 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 the rehearsal are kind of group activities, but there are other group activities that um, you might want to schedule to maximize the fun of the wedding. Right. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. that a common one is right? that. Ugh, guys, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I think a common one is that um, uh, that welcome event which is your event that happens after the rehearsal dinner where you mm-hmm. invite everybody that's coming from out of town or just everybody in general where people can just hang out. It can be hosted. It doesn't have to be hosted. You can just say, hey, we're going to be at this place at this time. for, And if you want to come join us for drinks or whatever, this is where we're going to be at that time. We'd love to see you. If not, we'll see you the next day. And it's this very low-key thing that is a lot of fun. Yeah. This is one of the things that I really like about destination weddings. Um, and sometimes destination might only be just like everybody's driving an hour or or something. But um, there's this like since people are all traveling there, there's like an excitement about when people get there. And a lot of times, you know, uh, if everybody's traveling in on a Wednesday, Thursday night, they have like this like big shindig where it's not the rehearsal dinner. It's not a rehearsal. It's just a, hey, everybody come and hang out and let's all catch up. Right. And so, you know, just because you may or may not be having a, a destination wedding, you can add that onto the rehearsal dinner after the dinner. Right. Like so maybe the dinner and we talk about this in you know episode 54, I think. But, you know, right. if the dinner uh, is, you know, close family and stuff, you have this other thing afterwards. That's the party. That's the hangout. You know, that's what Rachel and I did in our backyard. Um, 
you know, not everybody came to the actual rehearsal. Not everybody needed to come to the actual rehearsal. But we just like a lot of people were traveling in. We said, hey, we're having a pizza party. Come see our house. Come play yard games and, you know, enjoy a night away from kiddos or whatever it was, you know. Right. And it wasn't it wasn't this like expensive formal event. It was just low key, a ton of fun. And like you said, pizza. You so were there. You guys love yeah, pizza. I awesome. was there. I was there for a hot second. That is true. All right. <clears throat> I also would challenge you guys to maybe think outside the box a little bit. What's regional to your area that maybe you can do? What kind of experience do you want to give your guests? Do you want it to be, do you want to kick off festivities in a really formal way? There is nothing wrong with that, right? Do you want it to be something that is more low key? Do you want it to be something that is like high intensity thrilling? Uh, Mike and I are actually going to a family wedding in August on the West Coast. And one of the things that they're doing the day before is they are planning this whitewater rafting excursion that we're like, yeah, sure. Why not? We're in. (laughs) And I think that's like a very intense thing. But heck, sure, we'll do it. Maybe. (laughs) Guys, I'm a chicken. I'm a chicken. I'm really except Except when it comes to uh, treetop adventures for my birthday. I did do that. That is very true. You did. You did. Oh my yeah. goodness. Anyway, so yeah, I think it's um I think it's about like I said figuring out is there something regional that you guys can do? Is there something that's true to who you guys are in the case of the wedding we're going to? This is who that couple is. They're adventurous. They're um they're very cool. Uh, we're very excited to be taking part in all of that for sure. Um I think there's also, you know, some parts of the world it's common to have a bridal luncheon, right? For the bride yeah. and the ladies. That is apparently a common thing i don't hear about it much in this area anymore where we are in in pennsylvania but if not like if that's not something that you're going to do feel free to make up your own stuff your own stuff maybe it's something where you guys schedule like many petties earlier in the day together Uh. or there's like a group yoga or cycling or exercise class that you do to like get excited and get jazzed and feel really good or are you going to go get your hair and makeup done for that night or a haircut Maybe don't get a haircut. Definitely don't get it. Or go have a go have a picnic in a park and soak up some rays and don't get sunburned. Um, and just like you know, decompress and relax. You know, like whatever. Be true to yourself. Get your get your people involved. Get your you know, um, your wedding party involved and the parents and all that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah. Because it it is a time when everybody's coming together and bring them bring them in. You know. Right. Right. And depending on you know who you're close with in your family. Um, I can see myself trying to spend some like one-on-one time with just my mom mm. or my mom and dad just to give them some face time that I know yeah. they might want to crave in that moment for sure. Yeah. Dan, what can <laughs> – all those things are like more, I guess, chick-centric stuff. Um, what are some things you've seen that guys would do uh, in that time together? What do like guys do? <laughs> <laughs> um, What's a boy thing? <clears throat> well – so there's I think there's a lot of things that guys can do, right? Like it runs the gamut from you know, since maybe all the if if you know all the guys are traveling in and you're all to get together the day or the you know, a couple days before, um, you know, maybe you want to have some bro time where everybody gets together and you go play frisbee golf or you uh go actually golf or maybe you go foot golfing or um, laser tag. I, Laser tagging. Yeah, we did laser tagging a lot. Not before our wedding, but that's one of my favorite pastimes. Um, Me too. You know, maybe it's a, 
you know, maybe you guys go grab lunch or like, I know on our wedding morning, um, I took, uh, my guys out and, and we had breakfast and hung out and then we came back and my, one of my groomsmen, Ryan ran me through some boxing drills, uh, because I like needed to get some energy out and I really wanted to go for a run. And this is how, you know, you've got good people. Um, all of the guys in my that were my groomsmen agreed to go on a run with me considering that the vast majority of them were not runners they were like yeah man whatever you want to do and i i know that they were all relieved when i was like oh we just don't have time for the run they were all like oh thank god we didn't think you would actually uh, shucks yeah shucks <laughs> um but you know there's lots of things you know i know um i've seen guys go get shaves the day before Ooh, uh like tip that. fellas if you have never had a straight razor shave before do not get one on the wedding morning, okay? Uh, if you've got sensitive skin and you don't know it, like it, it it's an awesome experience, but uh, they they work your skin pretty good. So, um, you know, I've seen a couple of guys have like, you know, get blood all over their collar because their, their skin was not uh, used to being worked so much by the straight razor. So do that the day before or maybe try it a couple, you know, maybe a month or a couple of weeks beforehand. Um, you know, maybe go get your hair cut uh, uh, get your, I, I, I didn't get a mani-pedi before my, uh, my wedding, but I did get a pedicure, uh, with a groom before his wedding when I was out in Chicago and he was yeah. like, yeah, man, how everybody to hang out with you want to go? And so me, Zach and the groom went out and got pedicures. Yeah. Great. They're awesome. It, it, it like a pedicures and manicures don't have to involve nail polish. Like that's not necessarily yep. part of it. I don't know if that's what you guys did, but it's just a clear. very nice, clear. Yeah, it's just nice pampering moment, and you know your fans are going to be photographed as a as a guy. You're going to be in yep. pictures, so there's nothing wrong with that. I love that so much. Um, yeah, I do know. Going back to what you're saying about the straight shave, it's actually on my checklist with my couples that I think it's three or four months before the wedding. That's when you want to test any beauty, any things that you're planning to do for the wedding day and just yeah. see how it goes. And that would be a great time to go get a treat yourself to a straight shave, maybe plan it around a date night or do whatever it is, make it a special thing. Um, but I think that's really awesome. You a know, and this is also this is also a good time, fellas, for um, maybe thinking about if you're going to do like a little extra special something or a gift or any of that kind of stuff. Right. Because I remember thinking like I I, I I thought way earlier that I wanted to send flowers to our house, right? And I did not remember until the morning of the wedding. So, like, I called, like, 1-800-Flowers as I was running around and driving people around and stuff um, and called 1-800-Flowers. And, you know, the flowers got to our house, like, basically right as Rachel was leaving. But, you know, I, I think looking back on a hindsight's 2020 that I could have done something a little more special. I could have, you know, had our florist do something or, or maybe I could have – written a letter. Um, but I think this is also time guys, uh, when, you know, maybe you start thinking about if you want to do a little surprise or a little something, you know, for your significant other to, you know, fill up their love tank before you see them, uh, on the wedding day, you know, that's, I think that goes both ways though. I don't think yeah, it's just for, sure. for the guys to do. I think that's, right. that's something that like maybe you as a partner could be like, what would my, um, future spouse, what are they going to need in this moment? What are what are they going to maybe like? What is something I can? What's a, something a little extra I can do to to make their day right? That's fill just, their love tank. Yep. Yeah, fill their love tank exactly. Either way, I would say that as we're talking about all of these things, this is not to this is not meant to overwhelm. This is to to stir an idea or to be like oh trigger a thought right. But please. Yeah please make sure that you do not over schedule or overextend yourself 
This is where you need to be realistic about your time, be realistic about what it is that you want to do in that moment and how you want to spend that time, okay? There's no right or wrong with any of it. And the reality is that there's going to be a lot of people traveling in and arriving those last final days before the wedding. And you can essentially be starting to get pulled in a lot of directions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just to say that same thing. Like it's if if spending like some alone time uh, or spending just like a little time meditating or going on a walk or whatever that looks like and you needed a time to decompress like, uh, you know, I love to be the center of attention. Um, Danielle, you you know, uh, (laughs) she's like, oh, shocker, Um, you know, like that. But that doesn't mean that I always want to be on. Do you know what I mean? Um, And I fully enjoy my my, you know, alone time or my time to like refill my own love tank with a little bit of reading or a little prayer or, you know, whatever that looks like for, you know, you guys out there listening. Um, And I think that you said it best, like people are going to be pulling you and want stuff from you nonstop, right? Like the thing I hear from so many couples is like the amount of people who are text messaging them like asking questions. It's like, did you not read the invitation? Did you not go to the wedding website? It's like all that stuff is on there. And she was like, I just, uh, I was talking with, you know, Katie, one of my past brides. And she was just like, yeah, I, I just shut off my phone like two days before the wedding. She's like, I was done. I, I'm totally done. And she's like, it was the best thing I ever did because then I got to, you know, enjoy time with John and my family and, you know, forget about all the minutia that I had already spent so much time planning. So, you know, maybe, maybe unplugging is just, what you actually need to do you know maybe that's a big part of it yeah Uh, i heard somebody say that they set up um a text uh shortcut thing on their phone that anytime they would get that they would just type in whatever and it would automatically send that person a text saying like hey can't wait to see you um you know obviously i'm super busy as you can only imagine feel free to text this person your question and they should be able to help you out. And that person was, you know, already understood that they would be kind of helping to answer those questions. And it it took that person, you know, they were just sending a quick thing and that was it. But yeah, you want to decide how accessible you want to be to all of these people, because it's, it's okay if you don't want to be super accessible. It's okay if you want to get yourself immersed right in the thick of all of it. Um, But yeah, I think it is definitely, um, it's either way, definitely either one is okay. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You're not a bad person if you want to be by yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, So obviously, like, you know, there's all this stuff you can plan for other people, whatever. But I think, you know, the obviously other thing we need to do is is talk about like finishing all the odds and ends that might be piling up, you know, the little little uh, details and that kind of stuff that you might need to fill out place cards and that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. As much as I believe that you are a plus gold star sticker brides and grooms out there, I am realistic in the fact that you may not be able to get it all done by the time you thought you were able to get it all done. If you do and you did, (laughs) that is great. And I'm so excited for you. But you know what? There may be a project or two that just needs to wait until that last minute. And it's okay. Right? I always say, please do not save any DIY projects that need to happen this close to the wedding day. Please, 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 times a billion, jillion, zillion, do not leave projects like that to the final days. Anything that you can get done in advance, it is so important to get that stuff done in advance, you guys. Um, it, it's it's just what it is. Um, so yes, I will always hmm. say, please do not. <laughs> 
save any of that DIY. I think it's also yeah. a great time. Like maybe that's where you want to, you're in this headspace. Maybe you want to write your partner like a note, not necessarily something that needs to be shared or made a big to do, but you're in this headspace. You're going, okay, this is the week of our wedding or we're getting married in two weeks what do or or not two weeks in two days what do I want to tell this person what's something that I want to give you know my thoughts to and and kind of lay it all out there and just tell them what I'm thinking I think that's also a really good thing just to get practical a little bit there's also things maybe you have to deliver stuff to your venue right all of your things your menu cards your table numbers all of the stuff that has to go that probably has to happen you're probably also putting together your um the envelopes that have the gratuities for your team maybe you're putting together or you're delivering the hotel welcome bags all of the things and speaking of bags too you also have your you have to pack right if you're not getting ready at home you got to pack your overnight bag, right? Because you're going to need things for the upcoming days. And this is going to be like your wedding day attire, your getting ready attire, your after party outfit that hopefully includes sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, tell it. Come on, Danielle, tell it. Let's go. Let's hear it. What else your, is in there? Your undergarments, your accessories, yeah. your Come toiletries. Come on, give it to them. Give it to them. Come on. Anything you need. Dan, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's doing this because I made a list and he knows it. <laughs> But it uh, is. I, I want you, you to start thinking yeah. of it. And honestly, yep. the best thing I think you can do um, if you're if you're weeks, months, years, whatever, out from your wedding, start making a list now of everything that you might need and just like add to it as you think of things so that when the time comes to actually pack, because you're going to be in like pedal to the ground mode possibly at this point, you'll be able to just go back to that list and be like, okay, I got my cell phone charger. I've got my wallet. I've got my ID. I've got my credit card to check into the hotel, all of the different things. That'll be something that uh, will be very helpful to your future self for sure. Yeah. If you're like me, your brain is probably running at a thousand miles a minute and I've got a catch all to do Mm -hmm. list that, but just when I'm out during the day or running around or whatever, like I don't have a pad of paper. It's just a, it's just a note on my phone that I just quickly write stuff in there or do a, a, you know, voice a text or whatever it is. So have something like that wedding related. Doesn't matter. You don't have to break it down between rehearsal and wedding and this and that. Just one catch all list and then you can divvy it up later. But just right. something that like is a brain dump, you know? Brain dump. A hundred percent. Yeah, sure. Brain and that's uh, also maybe like a little personal emergency kit. Right. That's another good thing to pack with things that are like specific to you. So your lip gloss, your deodorant, your, you know, if you're a lady, feminine products, uh, ladies, uh, Dan, cover your sensitive ears. Um, Ladies, it is very, very common for a woman to get her period unexpectedly on her wedding day, because as we know, Mother Nature is a you know what when she wants to be. (laughs) So she's going to know you're wearing white. It's going to happen just in case, even if your cycle is as consistent as can be. Pack something that you normally use just in case. Better to have it than having to figure out when to run out to a drugstore to pick something up. Uh, Any medications that you might have that you normally take. All of that stuff. Um, Make a list of it now. Pack it the last few days. Guys, number one tip for from past groom and photographer to you, pack an extra undershirt. Yes. Extra undershirt is like the number one game changer because in the morning during the ceremony, it's like... I don't, you know, maybe, maybe the ceremony is very important to me, but like after that and pictures, you know, it, it's a lot of work. Like you're walking around, you're doing all this stuff, you're talking to people. And like before the reception starts, you might just want to like to feel a little like fresher and cleaner. So bring either an extra shirt, 
uh, or an extra undershirt or maybe both uh, extra deodorant, all that kind of stuff. I mean, that goes without saying, but yeah, that, that change, that, that undershirt change, maybe an extra underpants change that feels good too. Um, yeah, make it happen and it'll feel amazing going into the reception a little bit, you know, a little bit fresh and tightened up. I dig it. What if they're not wearing um, underwear? No, that's possible too. Um, you, you do you guys. Yeah. Shifting gears. This is actually, I think, um, one where a lot of couples start to really stress themselves out and that's yeah. checking the weather obsessively too early. Um, and I am for sure at fault, uh, because Rachel and I checked our weather probably two weeks early and then a week early and it was supposed to rain on our wedding as of like 10 to seven, six days out. Right. And we're thinking like, we're getting ready for it. We're all that stuff. And literally three days out changed over to like beautiful, absolutely stunning, like could not be a better, perfect, picturesque day. And that happens. I've seen that happen often. pretty regularly, often, where you get rain, you know, a week out, and then all of a sudden it completely changes many times throughout the week leading up to it. So right. two days max is when you can start looking at the weather. That's it. Well, uh, so nope, I think you... that's it. Two days max. Done. <laughs> well, I think you no can... gray area. I think you can start looking. I just think don't put too much stress, energy, or, or resources into worrying about what it's saying. If you yeah. want to get a rough gauge and be like, okay, that's currently what it's planning for. At this point, if you need to have your plan B and maybe C yeah. in place. So if you don't, then, well, I'm taking away your A-plus gold star sticker. But <laughs> that is where you can start kind of gauging. At me as a planner, I'll start looking about a week out just to see kind of what it's forecasting, but I don't put much weight into it or start making any permanent plans until it's like two days before. And even then, um, just to have some real talk with you guys, we've had weather change drastically in the final week. As Dan said, going from 100% chance of rain to a beautiful sunny day and vice versa. So, so really checking your, checking it too soon is just potential torture for yourself because it, it's something you can't control ultimately, right? Yep. So you have to have your rain plan, make peace with it. But we have gone into wedding days where even up until an hour before the ceremony, it's saying 0% chance of rain and all of a sudden – clouds just roll in and within 20 minutes that entire forecast changed this, this is not to scare you just to give you a realistic view of what can happen depending on your region obviously there's parts of the world that are just notoriously gorgeous california i'm talking to you and you suck as far as I <laughs> i'm kidding i love you guys but here where we are the weather can just change real fast yeah i'm going out to uh uh, Washington State in May for a wedding and I'm like way excited about it because in the photography community uh, the west coast and especially you know north uh, of the west coast there's like the, like a, it's a different kind of light out there um, different I don't know I, I, everybody talks about like the the northern California northern United States light and you know as photographers like that's what the light is everything to us. Um, and so I'm really excited to be out there. We're going to do like some pictures the day before, walk up into the mountains and hang out. And I, yeah, I'm just very excited to be in nice, warm sun, glowing with happy people on the West Coast. It's going to be amazing. Anyway, sorry, continue. No, no, no. I, um, I, please come back. Uh, don't be like, oh my God, this light's amazing. I'm never going to photograph anything in Pennsylvania ever again. Okay. So you have to yeah. make sure you come back to Pennsylvania. It's like Iceland, right? Isn't Iceland, that's why it was uh, for a while there, 
well, not for a while, but um, there was this one thing I saw that it was this little spoof video of that Iceland isn't a real place. It's just Icelandogram, where it's this like continent that was created for Instagram for people to go and take pictures because it's just like the most perfect environment for taking pictures. Beautiful. Yeah. It, so that that whole thing, I don't want to get too much into, but like so the band Cigarose, uh, Cigarose is uh, w- one of my favorite bands for a very long time. They're from Iceland. Um, and they have a documentary out of like their travels and all that stuff. And I, for years, like 20 years, I've always wanted to go to Iceland. I've always wanted to photograph there. And I almost had the chance because it was in my bio that I wanted to go to Iceland to photograph a wedding. And, uh, I unfortunately had a wedding already booked on the day that this couple inquired was like, Hey, you know, we're actually kind of interested, you know, are you available? And I said, no, but anyway, um, and so like maybe a year or two after that, it like blew up. All these people were shooting in Iceland and I was like, I wanted to do it first. Uh, but you know, I kept <laughs> sure my ego in check and, and took a humility pill and here I am. Yeah. Here you are. There All right. Go. So I want to wrap up this episode. Um, this is actually kind of one of our shorter episodes, but I do want to wrap it up. I want to talk about some like just good health tips, right? Yeah. Yep. That we can keep in mind as we, we go through Um, as we go through it all and just to give like I said our future selves a little bit of extra care and love and attention Uh, as I said earlier definitely keep in mind in the fact that your wedding day is going to be a marathon it's going to be a very long day Um, and it's not just a day where it's like okay I'm up early and I'm staying up late it's not just that it is a day where you are giving you're on on all day you're getting your picture taken all day you're in front of your favorite people all day it is a lot okay so Give yourself some some consideration. And being hungover on your wedding day, it's not fun. I've seen it, yeah. and it's not fun. Yeah. Uh, the two most important thing I, things I think you can do leading up to the wedding is, one, drink a crap ton of water. Um, I think in general, like most of us don't drink enough water as it is, but like just especially one, like ladies, guys, it helps your skin. If you drink a lot of water, um, you'll be have that nice glow. Um, you'll, you're probably going to be drinking things other than water on the wedding day and you need to have some reservoirs, uh, of water and your cells per, uh, hydrated properly, uh, to make sure that you don't pass out. Um, or that Uh, it doesn't hit you like a ton of bricks. Yeah. So just real quick, a crap ton of water. Can you translate that to ounces for those of us and the metric system over here? Yep. You're supposed to drink half of your body weight in ounces. So I weigh 200 pounds. I weigh 200 pounds. So I'm supposed to drink a hundred ounces of water, water a day, um, which is a lot of water, but, um, you know, I just do my best. And 200 pounds. Are you just giving that as an example? No, 200, 204 pounds as of this morning. You're stringing. You're very tall. I am very tall. Yeah, yeah. Huh, okay. Yeah. All right. I also pounds. think, oh, guys, it's just what it is. I also think that one of the best things you can do for yourself is to hire a planner or a coordinator or a wedding manager. Agreed. To pass off a lot of the tasks. Because the last week of the wedding, and this is not something that we specifically talked about in this episode, but if you don't have this person, you're also going to be need to be confirming with your vendors, making sure that all of the details you've planned are now finalized, confirmed, and reconfirmed with all these people because it's important and you're putting a lot of time, money, and energy into this event and you want to make sure it all goes well. So the more that you can offload to a person who has done this before, knows what needs to be done, knows what needs to be confirmed, knows what needs to be handled, 
be absolute better for yourself. It is one of those yep. investments that you make for yourself, for your future self to, um, to make it all the more better. Yep. That's why we hired you because we weren't even really friends then. We just, I just did it because I knew uh, how much better the, uh, I mean, we were friends, like we'd worked together before, but we weren't like hanging out. No, that's um, true. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't um, hang out until after your wedding, which I think yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that because it's hard to be a planner for, for me, for me professionally. It is hard to do what I do professionally for somebody that I'm really close to. I have a hard yeah. time with managing, that. with managing that for sure. So any last yeah, thoughts, so Dan? Yeah, so while we were uh, having this conversation and doing this episode, I wrote down uh, one final thing, and I think that is to just enjoy the process. Um, you know, remember that, like, even while you're in the thick of all this stuff and you're uh, crossing off items on to-do lists and all that stuff, that it's for all the things you're doing are for an amazing, you know, one-time unique event in your life that like it's it's for something really good right um and i don't know if you guys have ever had this experience where like things are so crazy and you're like kind of with the person who means a lot to you and you're both in, like in the thick of this like you know process of life uh, and you just kind of like laugh at the situation right um like you know, Rachel and I got real silly the other night because like we were so tired and, you know, nobody was sleeping. And finally everybody went down and we're like doing the dishes and I was like laying it on thick with some dad jokes and that kind of stuff, just trying to, you know, lighten the situation and, and laugh. And we both just like lost it laughing. Right. Um, and it was like, it was just like one of those moments where like we, we kind of cut the tension of like, you know, kind of a stressful situation and leading up to the wedding. There's a lot of stuff. It could be a little stressful. It, it will be stressful. So, um, find ways to just enjoy that process. Um, and like looking back on it, I like we, Rachel's cousin came in and it turned out that they were like, I don't know if this is the correct term, but like silver level ballroom dancing, whatever. They were amazing ballroom dancers like incredible and i remember being in our driveway like 10 o'clock at night with my phone in my back pocket playing our first dance song just practicing dancing and and uh dan who is uh rachel's cousin's husband nikki um was like giving us tips right and that's when he taught us the dip that is like one of my favorite pictures from our entire wedding and it's like like it was so ridiculous right like we're running around all day people are around people are hanging out people are asking all the stuff of us we're running dropping stuff off at the venue or whatever and we like that was just like one of my favorite memories right like we're out in the freaking driveway dancing at like 10 o'clock at night our neighbors are probably like you know like the phone is up super loud. Everybody knew it was our wedding, all of our neighbors. But like, you know what I mean? Like looking back on that now, it's just so ridiculous and so silly and so fun. And just don't don't forget to just enjoy the little stuff as you're going through it. Regardless of how crazy it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. Um, and you just have to soak it in, every part of it, leading up to the wedding, not just the wedding day. Yes. Well said, Dan. Thank you. Hey, thanks everybody for listening to another episode of the Put a Ring on a Podcast. Um, you know, before we wrap up this episode, we just want to take a moment and give uh, a huge shout out, virtual high five and, and big virtual hugs to all of our Patreon supporters. Um, the encouragement that we receive over there really means the, the world to us. And we are for sure constantly blown away by your generosity every day. Yes. Friends to join this fabulous community of ringers and help us reach our goals for the show. You know, we've got some exciting things coming up. Check out oh, Patreon, yeah. patreon.com slash P-A-R- OI. There's different options in there, really starting at just two bucks a month and some fun things waiting for you like video recordings, video recordings, 
<laughs> blooper, hangouts with the two of us and a place to have your wedding questions answered. <laughs> I'm definitely leaving that in. Um, another way that you can support us, and this is a huge way, um, is for you to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast in iTunes or wherever you uh, enjoy your podcast. This really helps us so much. So uh, here's a review from CMO65. The best wedding planning podcast. Five stars. Bing, 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 bing. It says, looking for a real down-to-earth, modern, inclusive podcast with practical advice from two experienced wedding pros? Look no further. Dan and Danielle are smart, fun, and knowledgeable. I love their partnership and their banter. <laughs> it's like being a fly on the wall while two wedding pros share tips with each other. So grateful to have this podcast while planning our June 2020 wedding. Awesome. Love that. That means the world to us. I think I know who yeah. that is. And shout out to them because we love you guys very, very much. So finally, mm. if you want some details on anything that we talked about in today's episode, you can find the show notes as always at putaringonapodcast.com. And of course, you're more than welcome to connect with us on all of the socials. 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 You know what I mean? Socials. Yep. I'm at DPNAC, D-P-N-A-K on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. And I'm at Daniel Moyer Photo on Instagram and Facebook. And Daniel Moore Photography on Facebook and Pinterest. Guys, remember, we're here to help you. But no matter whose advice you follow or what decisions you make, know that your wedding is going to be amazing. Because of you rock. Until next time, ringers. Bye. And if you've listened to the end of this episode all the way this far, I'm going to give you a little something. Treat you with one of my favorite dad jokes because I've got a whole bunch right now. And this one is definitely one of the top on my list. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. How, how does a llama get out of a tree? How? First he la leaps, then he la lands. <laughs> <laughs> It was worth it. It was good. I've got so many now. <laughs>